So just tell me, what are the properties of this plague? How does it affect a human body? Well, currently uh, we're dealing with the, uh, not the bubonic form of the plague, but we're dealing with the pneumonic form. So it's presenting itself as like a bacterial pneumonia. And what we typically see is we see people uh, arriving with uh, high fevers, uh, difficulty breathing, pain in their chest, and sometimes they're coughing up um, sputum with a lot of blood in it. And oftentimes, like this, is, these these um, these symptoms are they're very similar to what you would see in a, in other types of bacterial pneumonias. But the difference between the plague pneumonia and others is that the symptoms are extremely rapid, and within four to five days, if it's been left untreated, we see fairly high levels of mortality. Mm. And just uh, how 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 does one come in contact with it? How does it spread? Well, the way that yeah, the, the contact that people have, it's an airborne transmission. So it's through uh, droplets, and when somebody who is infected with it, they cough, and somebody who is in the distance of less than one meter of that person is, has contact with it, and that's how we're seeing the rate of transmission, um, the chain of transmission. And um, people who are further than two meters from somebody who is sick, they have no chance of having any type of contamination with it. And um, what has been the uh, infection rate in Madagascar so far? Has it been widespread? Well, we've been seeing cases popping up all throughout the country in different parts. Um, I'm currently based in Tamatav, which is in the northeast area. Um, Early on, we were seeing uh, quite a few number of cases over here. Uh, Overall in the country, there's been over 1,300 cases. I'm not sure entirely what the the exact number is, but um, we have been seeing sporadic cases around. So right now, uh, over here in Tamata, we've been seeing a significant decrease in the number of cases. So we are possibly going to look into going into other parts of the country to, to see exactly if there's any need for us to intervene there. Okay. And uh, the death toll, do you have any idea at this point? Uh, the death toll was roughly around 260 to 300 people so far. That's what I believe that the numbers are. Just to- um, so because like, typically this, this disease, uh, when it's not being treated, we have uh, mortality rates close to 90%. But because it is a very effective uh, and a very simple uh, treatment that's available for it, people who come in on time within the first few days of symptoms, they're typically having very high levels of success rates uh, with, once they've been treated. Hmm. And uh, the neighboring countries or uh, other countries that have been affected by uh, the plague emanating from Madagascar, uh, what, I mean, I've mentioned South Africa because we're in South Africa, but what other countries have been affected? Well, we know that there was a case uh, in which an individual who was infected uh, from Seychelles was in Madagascar and he went back to Seychelles. But uh, I think that that whole chain of uh, transmission has been cut. And like we, we understand that there are a lot of concerns, but we also think it's very important for people to understand how the, the disease is transmitted. And for instance, uh, a separation of two meters from somebody who's sick guarantees that you cannot get the disease. So with that type of knowledge, we feel that there's been a very effective way in suppressing and avoiding the further transmission of the disease all throughout the neighboring countries. 
As, just as a matter of interest, uh, the history of uh, the plague itself, how, how did it uh, and the name Black Death Plague? Yeah, so that's uh, the name that's typically and historically associated with it. And the belief is that um, during that first massive epidemic um, in Europe, which killed between 30 and 50 million people in the 13th century, um, there was uh, oftentimes, based off of what we've read, you know, the historical documents, a lot of people... Uh, had acting fingertips from the lack of circulation, which we now was caused by a form of sepsis. And because that was, they were seeing some people dying just before they died, and they had these black fingers. For a lot of people, they felt that that was, you know, the oncoming of death and the darkness of the fingers. They started calling it the Black Death. And because this disease was associated with such a massively high mortality rate, pre-antibiotic age, um, there's been um, a lot of stigma associated with it. And that's one another thing that we've been actively trying to fight during this epidemic because we feel that with that stigmatization, we tend to see people who are afraid to come into the hospital if they might have symptoms. They might be afraid of how their family or their neighbors might react to them being sick. So what we're trying to do is let people know that this is a disease that has to be taken very seriously. However, there is a very effective treatment for it, and it's also a very simple treatment. Simply antibiotics will put an end to this, and it will prevent uh, further complications and eventually death.